Yo, what's going on everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello everybody! Welcome to episode 199, last of our first two centuries of podcast episodes. Jesus Christ. It's been a long time coming, Jim. Still doing this shit. <laughs> Jim, we're finally here together. It's been a while. It's been, like I said, it's a long time coming. Just like this, you son what? of a bitch, motherfucker. the hell? <laughs> you, know, you know what you've done. What I do? Can either be that or the ball taps. What I do this time? You know what. Join, I don't know what. Join our Discord and you know exactly what he does. What I do to Discord? I bring levity. He fucking knows what he does. I bring joy. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Enjoy it all through <sighs> memes. It's nice to see you again, Jim. Yeah. Last time... Well, besides actual real life shit, last time we did anything page related together, nice little drunken debauchery on a little Twitch stream we did, a rare dual stream. It was. I mean, and as the record showed, I fucked Jim up in golf. I was <laughs> drunk and high. <laughs> so I was drunk, not high, but it's, it's still your game. And once I turned off the ability for you to screen watch, I didn't. It screen became watch very evident. Ever listen. That's not what the that's not the, what the chat said. They all agreed. They didn't agree to shit. They all agreed. <laughs> Let the record Judas's. <laughs> Jim, I mean that's your that'd be like if you lost it to me in typing of the dead. That'd be a new low. <laughs> that'd be a new low. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, and uh, let's just say I do have I have a fun idea for us. Oh boy, to get you to stream again. No, it's 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 fun. Of course, it'll end up in a lot of drinking. Which speaking of. We saw each other yesterday. We both had the same idea prior to it. Like, we're not really going to drink. It's a Sunday because we were both off today for President's Day. But it was like, yeah, we both, neither of us were really in the mood. We were going to hang out most of the day together. And then it just turned into five or six beers. I think it was like seven. Yeah. <clears throat> it was just one of those. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Okay, I'm done now. Yeah, me too. Want another one? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Jambers, we got to get our celebrating in because tomorrow, well, as of the time we're recording this, is Fat Tuesday. Yeah. And in celebration, uh, you got some very, very interesting beers here. So what are we drinking? Well, we have to actually have to give a huge thank you and shout out to good our good buddy, John Rue, from the Retro Rue Games, the man behind Gelatinous, the man behind Quest Arrest, and Ellen the Crystal Wars, and Big to Small. Check out his entire library of games. So he was like, hey, do you guys have this beer up there? I went, no. Mm -mm. So he went, well, this is my favorite beer, so let me ship you some. So from the St. Arnold Brewing Company out of, uh, what is that? Houston, Texas, Jim. Oh, <laughs> I don't have my glasses. <laughs> out of Houston, Texas. Why did you just sound like Kyle's cousin Kyle? I didn't have my glasses. I didn't have my glasses. He's going to get splinters. <laughs> Man, it's really dry up here. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we have the St. Arnold's Art Car IPA. They call it the patron saint of brewers. He's one of our patrons. It just works. Yep. I like it. Nothing Thank to read, though. <clears throat> Nothing to read. It just says a very hoppy American IPA. 7.1% uh, alcohol. Yeah. No, thank you, Rue. We truly appreciate it, bud. Shitload ahead on this baby. Yeah, and this is see, this is a type of classic beer. Uh, <clears throat> if you if you follow us on Instagram, <laughs> bless you. It's over cold. I'm sorry, son of a bitch. Um, you'll see from the photos. Uh, I let the head just sit when I took the picture just to show. It's one of these beers, like super foamy head, doesn't go away easily. 
and <clears throat> I actually don't mind that because I tend to think that locks in flavor a little bit better. So yeah, no, I already took a sip. I like it a lot. Thank you, Rue. Appreciate it, bud. Yeah, it's really got that whole uh, cum bubble thing going on in the top there. I say foamy sea head. You say cum bubble. Cheers. God damn it, Chip. That's what I'm talking about. He knows what mm. he does to deserve mm. all the hits. Ooh, that is good. And I'm not saying that because, you know, it was sent by a dear friend of the show. But no, that is actually pretty goddamn no, good. It's, it's good. It's like not hoppy it's, at it's not, all. It's not hoppy or bitter at all. It's very, it's got a crazy, like almost creamy mouthfeel like you would expect from, I don't want to say a stout, but like a beer, not like a hazy IPA. Either way. I yeah, like it's it. almost like an amber ale. You get the hoppiness at the back end, like in the back of the throat. But besides that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. All good right. choice, bud. Does not taste like a 7% or either. Mm-mm. Now, Jambers, I know we've both been busy, but have you had any time to game this past week? Uh, another <laughs> another sneeze coming on. Jay- this wasn't happening until now. We well, finally did the review for Shadow. My body held out for that. Well, that's what I was going to say. We did Shadow, and in that one, after one, you were like halfway through your first course, because, of course, we tend to drink before our reviews, because got to keep it true to our page. And halfway through, he's burping more than usual. And for anyone who's talked to Jim, seen Jim, or caught anything unedited, Jim burps a lot already. (laughs) This was bad. I was like, what the hell? You're burping, sneezing, probably farting. Like, fuck. Burping, farting, and shitting. (sighs) Bro, I'm going to need a tissue when we take our break. (sighs) Man, what a great audience. God. But yeah, Damn anyway, it. so back to your point with uh, gaming. Uh, i super busy this week, so didn't have a ton of time to game, but I've actually put some more time into River City Girls, so the game says I'm 53% of the way through, uh, but apparently it's way longer if you want 100% it, so I'm probably closer yeah. to the end than I think. Don't waste your time doing that. I am not going to waste my time doing that, <laughs> but it is a fun game. It's a damn good game. Jim, now let me ask you this. When we were doing Level 50 Club, I think by this point we each had probably almost 10 games done. <laughs> Well, I told you yesterday I <laughs> fucked up and I counted Shadow last year. Should have counted that this year. Now they have the real ending. Would you say Shadow's a gift that just keeps on giving, Jim? Sure, he ate up a lot of goddamn life. <laughs> That's what he goddamn did. <laughs> I mean, you could have gotten like maybe halfway through Elden Ring. I could have gotten a lot of way through Elden Ring. And we still have Patreon reviews to do. So still got homework to do. Jim. I'm one game in. 23 and 23, I'm one <laughs> game in still. So now we have two more games left until people request theirs. Two more games left for Patreon reviews. Neither of them terribly crazy long. No. You have your resolution list. Let's be honest here. Are you getting through Elden Ring this year? Probably not. Is that on your resolution list? Unfortunately. Oh, you did put it on there. Yep. I was like, I'm going to force myself to finish this. You might. It's a, there's a lot of time. Now, what I will say when it comes to gaming, um, are you interested at all with Atomic Heart? I know we're going to talk a little bit later, but... We talked about it before. Did that look like it interests you at all? I don't remember talking about it before. I don't really? remember talking about it or hearing anything about it until I saw the controversy from last week. Which oh, we're, yeah, we spoiler, talked. we're going to talk about it, but yeah, no, we talked a lot about it because it kind of was like Bioshock, but in a alternate Soviet, alternate USSR Soviet yeah. future. Yes, but it's like very, very Bioshock esque. Yep, just with pretty awesome looking graphics. Yeah. Um, the simple question with all all the shit going on right now, I don't know. But like when I saw when I saw clips of it, I was like, 
Eh, it's not like one I need Doesn't to play. Doesn't one that pulls yet. Yeah. I mean, shit, you still need to play Fallout 4. I still need to play Bioshock 2 and Infinite. If I'm going to play a Bioshock, I'm going to finish off the Bioshock series. Yeah, and I like two better than one. <clears throat> I haven't played Infinite yet, but I've heard that's the worst one. Like, and by far. Yeah, again, that's a weird one. Where like when it came out, everyone was like, game of the year, best game in the series. And like a couple years later, everyone's like, that's the worst one. I'm like, what the fuck happened here? So I'm going to play it just to see for myself. I don't know. I mean, if you were going to play Game of the Year this year, why don't you get Harry Potter? <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy, Jim. I mean, if you're going by pure sales, <laughs> I would have to, you have to get that to crown right now. <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be an interesting award season. Would you call that the backfire of the decade in uh, gaming? God damn it. If that Anatomic Heart made Game of the Year list, holy shit, this is going to be a hell of a year. Hell of a year for content on a podcast. <laughs> Well, it's funny because there are a lot of games. I asked you that because there are a lot of games I look at and I go, shit, like I, I'm forcing myself right now. I'm going through Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I do want to play that. <clears throat> which, I think that's on my resolution list too. Yeah, and like we talked about yesterday, I think it's like a 40-hour game, which I, I, I didn't plague myself as much as last year where I was like, let me put these 10 40-hour games on. I still have a couple. But I've been I've been going through the games pretty steadily because I already did Dark Watch, which was on my list. Um, I finished Last of Us, which amazing game. I I don't know if it's on your list. Uh, let me check. I think. But you should really really do it. I know it's not going to make you watch a show, but I'd be curious if you'd like the show or not. Right. Um. But I will say there are a lot of games that really like are going to pique my interest this year, like the Texas Chainsaw, because. Dead by Daylight is definitely on a decline for me. I'm in another stage where it's like I have no interest in it right now. Not not anything because of the people like usual. It's just I'm kind of over it. I'm stale. Quick, quick aside, why the hell are so many games on Game Pass not ha unless it's like a first person shooter or a racing game? You you don't have any or like a sports game. You don't have any online like co op or multiplayer. Because we, at first, fuck you, EA. First, we tried to do <laughs> NHL 94 Rewind, which I get if you're some little shit dick, small indie company, you're, you're not going to put, you're not going to put it in there. This is EA. How do you not have online multiplayer for NHL 94, which takes no space? I, I don't, I truly don't understand. We're it. recreating the classic field. No, you're fucking not. You're saving money. Are servers that expensive that you can't? allow for online co-op like, and we're dumb we don't understand it but that battle toads uh, yeah but then we tried to do the new battle toads which i didn't even hear it's a good game but at least it was something we could play together and you know no just local co-op so then we literally had to like turn on the filter and there are games but it's like the number of kind of cool looking beat-em-ups shoot 'em ups just ones that would be fun to play together online it's shit for support for that. So, yeah, that that was disappointing. Like I said, golfing with friends. Yeah, that's a good beer. <laughs> golfing with friends turned out good, especially for me at the end. It's glitchy, but it's fun. <sighs> it's a mess of a game, but it's fun. And Todd, thank you once again for hopping in with us. And whenever we do those streams, feel free. If you're playing on Xbox or whatever we're playing on, you can join us. Oh, yeah. It's fine. But, uh, no, that game, <clears throat> I like the... The randomness of the modes, and as much as I hate golf, that's one I can kind of get behind because it is so goofy. Oh, yeah. And when I turn off screen watching, you're at your worst. <laughs> but but getting back to games I've been playing. Um, so, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, I'm like maybe four hours in. Uh, 
I said I South Park Stick of Truth. It's funny because I post that picture. Uh, or not Stick of Truth. Fractured Butthole. Yeah. Um, that's my, like, now, if I'm going to pick up my kid and, like, I wait. I, I'm one of those people. I get to everything very early. No, one thing you can't say about me is I show up to shit late. So I get in the line so I can be in one of the first lines. So I'm there probably almost a half an hour waiting. So I play that. And I'm probably similarly four or five hours in. It's good, but man, the way I love Stick of Truth and that game hit, this one's not quite getting me. It's not bad by any means, but it's like, I'm kind of like, you already did this in the other game. That seems to be like the consensus. Yeah, like... The combat's better, but I don't know. It, it, I'm going to wait to see once I finish it, but those are two main ones I'm playing. But I did start a game today, Jim, before you came over and inspired me for an idea I have. Oh, good. <laughs> Listen, I'll even give you I'll even give you the concept here, live. Um, Power Wash Simulator. Yeah. We talked about it. So I was like, oh, it is on Game Pass. I was like, let me download it. Because I had like a half an hour before something, and <clears throat> I totally get the turn your brain off, very chill. There's something relaxing about it, but that has online co-op. Of all games that do, that does. So you and I could... Of course. Yeah, so we could play that. I was thinking it'd be really funny with all these random job simulators and other things. When you stream with me, Jim, we can call it drinking on the job, and I'll be your foreman. And I can yell at you and say how you need to do it. Why do I have to be the bitch? I mean, come on, Jim. If we were doing it in real life, who's going to tell who to do what? I don't want to answer that. <laughs> but it could be fun, too, because you can also, like, we can say, all right, if we don't get this job done in 15 minutes, we both have to finish a beer. All right. So I, I thought it would be kind of fun to just do something like that, and I have other ideas for that if, it, if we end up enjoying it. But... Those are ones where it's fun because we could make f make it fun. Not like it doesn't rely on the gameplay to be fun, if that makes sense. Right. So, yeah. Um, that's Yeah, those are the three I've been playing the most right now. And, yeah, unfortunately, I think with Horizon Zero Dawn, that's going to take up all my time. Until I finish that, then I'll probably start banging out uh, Fury. Oh, yeah. Which will be our next. That or Body Harvest will be our next review. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll be getting to those reviews. Yeah. But no, uh, speaking of reviews, here's the deal. Since we've had such a backlog the past, I'll call it seven months of games, a lot of them are really long games. That's part of the reason why the reviews are so few and far between. I think once we get caught up, we may go back to like more simpler games that we really did want to do or something, just so we can get reviews out a little bit more timely. Yeah, and because they've all been patron reviews, it's like we want to put the real effort into them. Yeah, because we appreciate all the support you guys give us. And Even when you give us Sneak King and Donkey Kong 64 and Shadow the Hedgehog, Kalu Kalei. We, we, st we, uh, we still appreciate it. And once again, as we always say, if you are a patron, please get your questions in. We love answering them for you. And we didn't mention it yet again. Next episode, our, our episode where you're, you can leave us a voicemail. We've already got a fair amount, but please make sure you get it in. The number is below or above. I forget where I put it in the 267-991-0156. Get those voicemails in. Yeah. Love to hear from you guys. So what questions we got this week? Yes. And patreon.com slash drink a beer play game where for as little as two measly dollars a month, you can ask a question that we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. First up from G to the next level. Have not heard from him in a while. 
Hey guys, congrats on getting near 200 episodes. Woo -woo. Question, is there any game that you love yet you feel you are too embarrassed to play around others or in public? <laughs> I'm intrigued to hear Jim's answer on this. <laughs> Cheers. Um, all right, the right so, place. So let's, let's uh, my answer would be more, if I was playing on Switch, I'd probably feel weird playing something too ultra-violent. Like, I would feel kind of weird playing the newest Splatterhouse. Like, if I was on a train and someone's watching me rip the asshole of a monster out. You would not care. I know, but I'm saying there'd be a part of me that'd be like, maybe I should. He wants us to talk about porn games, Brian. Just <laughs> say a goddamn porn game. Because I don't know. Por literally, I'm trying. Well, taste a rainbow. Freaking virgin. Fine. Night Trap. Oh, that <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? Speaking of porn games, it is funny. Uh... All right, maybe like, you can say Splatterhouse with the boobies that you can collect. Uh, well, I was going to say things like God of War or um, in Witcher, where there's like weird just bang scenes. But fuck. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, Dark Watch. I said there was a random sex scene that came out of nowhere. Instead of Brian. Or <sighs> I can't even hate you because that was kind of a good one. But, Jim, the real question is. First, let's start. How many hentai or semi-hentai or porn-related games do you think you have, digitally and physically combined? Uh, probably only like, I don't know, like a dozen. Don't say only a dozen like it's a goddamn thing you get from Dunkin' Donuts. Fuck, if we're talking about porn. I can, open a I can just open the box and just pick one up. I mean, shit, on TurboGrafx alone, you got Strip Fighter 2. I do have Strip Fighter 2. And I have Divine Ceiling on Sega Genesis. I don't know what that is. It's a terrible, terrible Japan-only, basically unlicensed shoot 'em up But, you know, between levels, you see, you know, nakedity. Nakedosity. And you wonder why you got hit at the beginning? I don't see anything wrong with this. And then what was the game we, uh, with uh, Dan and Michelle we played? Oh, The Joy of Sex on Philips CDI? Right, <sighs> that's like an instruction manual, all right? Is there a way we could make the stream explicit but stream that on Twitch, you think? Twitch, I mean, that would probably be way easier as a Let's Play because you can censor out everything. Uh, Twitch, I don't know how the hell you get away with that. Yeah, fuck. Because Dan and Michelle were rolling. It, yeah. Especially when the foot came into play. But, Jim, I've now discovered... That the Switch eShop is a wonderland of smut? Well, thank you to... Uh, was it Drewski? Or who was it that tagged me? No, no, no. It was... Um, when you were going back and forth with someone about a game that was available and someone tagged me just so I could see your shame. Oh, no, that was uh, Todd Howard who tagged Todd me on Howard, something. Yep. Oh, it was when we were talking about Senran Kagura. So that whole series versus uh, that other one, I forget. That, uh, yeah, but yeah, Senran Kagura is like, it's. I don't think it's full of nudes, just lewd. Kind of like Dynasty Why Warriors. Why do you need that? Too? I have a Senran Kagura. It's my pinball game, Peach Ball. I have that. That one, that one's embarrassing. <clears throat> that is an embarrassing one. The gameplay does not hold up enough for me to feel comfortable with my purchase. None of those should. And what what was that game, the volleyball hey, what, game? What? Oh, uh, Extreme Beach. I don't have any of them. I should get one of them. Would you feel embarrassed playing that? A little bit. <laughs> you thought too long on that goddamn question. A little dude. bit, because, you know, someone peeks over their shoulder, <clears throat> and they, with all these, they'd be going, fuck is this guy playing? What about the classic that I saw in our Discord, Shuttlecock? Yeah. Interesting little game. So you gotta avoid projectiles coming at you, and as you beat the levels and how well you do in your combos, 
There's more nudity. And then I think to get the fully uncensored picture, you have to have like perfect runs, which I'm working on. I got to complete the game, bro. You don't. You I really, gotta get my six dollars worth. You really? Why if you uncovered is a legitimately good game. No. Yes. No. no. Legitimately good waste of seven dollars. No. Single screen shoot 'em up. No. But don't do the one finger mode in public. See, Brad, the gimmick of the one finger mode is you can use Jim. one finger to control it on the switch touch screen to leave your other hand free. Take a drink, eat a sandwich, I don't know what you're gonna do with it. And they wonder why population is down in Japan. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's uh, look, Brian, G we can draw the perfect woman. What, what do you need uh, ones for? G AI. AI I, will be the end uh, of society. I love that question, G, and... God damn it, Jim. You really do have to make some shorts out of the crusty corner, don't I? We, you know what? You know how I've been... Yeah, I was going to say, you know how I've been doing the shorts of my reviews of, like, horror puppet combo games? This is your shorts. This will be my It's the review, and we're calling it Jim's Krusty Corner Reviews, and it's all your waifu games. There we go. We just got it. Well, you'll be seeing some <laughs> little mini reviews in the future, I think. And I already have an idea of an outfit you'll wear during it. <laughs> you don't want me to wear your little Halloween jacket? No, you're not going near that thing. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Next up from Burn Retinas. Jim and Brian are doing a best out of three in darts, table tennis, and billiards. Who wins and in which games? It's going to be fucking Brian in all of them. Because Brian has his bullshit. Wait. Table tennis? Table... <coughs> table tennis, darts, and billiards. So darts and pool, I would definitely beat you. I don't know. Ping pong? We always had close matches in ping pong. I was going to say, I, I mean, Mole would smoke us in both of them. Yes, in, yes, he does. In, in ping pong, but... I can't like I'm. Not, I wouldn't say I'm very good at ping pong, so you'd probably beat me in that because you you're good at tennis. Yeah. So except for was well, I figured out that one the way to beat you at tennis is make, make me you run. Move. <laughs> if, if I keep you in a pocket, I can't beat you. I'm a fantastic doubles player. <laughs> keep me up front. Keep me in the back. I'll be a solid little wall for you, Jim. Because make me move all around the court. That's when the trouble starts. A little bit of fun new, uh, info on Jim. So how many years did you play tennis? Ah, probably like eight as a kid. So, like, we randomly, like, in college, decided let's go to a tennis court because I think you mentioned the fact that you did it. And he, he, he's got a legit serve. Like, he know, you, he's someone you clearly is, like, just good enough to beat anyone like me who's never played tennis. And, yeah, also clearly had to practice. <laughs> but it was also then I just was like, fuck, how do I, I – I don't know how to beat him. <laughs> and bless you. And – then I discovered if I just hit it to the other side and make it move, I can win every time. Where there's little dink shots when I'm all the way in the back. Yeah. Those dinks, I just give up. I'm like, all right, you got that one. No, but pool, I've always been pretty good at. And darts, I have that bullshit of, I mean, call bullshit. I've, I've been, I'm good at uh, anything that requires, <laughs> bless you, anything that requires preci precision, like shooting, darts, shit like that, I'm usually pretty good at. So, yeah, I would say I beat Jim. <laughs> had a little, had a little allergy fit over here. Just, just, this is gonna be a great just, video. Just an easy motherfucker. Um, uh, life is hell. But yeah, I still think we need to do our beer Olympics, where we do uh, flip cup, beer pong, uh, just as many games back to back to back. And he's gonna sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> This is the worst episode of my life. <laughs>
<laughs> I did sound a little bitchy. What one. the fuck? <laughs> Come on. Uh, last up. Thank God we can end this segment soon. Last up from Todd Howard sucks. The most overrated video game series. God, please don't send this episode to release podcasts. <laughs> but yes, uh, most overrated uh, video game series. I don't know. Do you have one off the top of your head? I mean, I always bitch about RPGs, but they have their highs and their lows. Uh, like, my first thing was to say Sonic, but there are good Sonic games. There's just a lot of bad. Uh, I would almost want to say, like, a Final Fight. Because I don't think any of them are great. Is that really overrated, though? <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Fi- See, Final Fight, I know you have a boner for hating for. I don't hate it, though. Like, I like Final Fight games. See, I except actually... Except for Streetwise. Ugh. Like I said, I really enjoy... <laughs> Bless you. I really enjoy the Final Fight games. Um, I, I, like I said, I wouldn't say they're overrated. I don't know. I, well, okay, so mine... It'll definitely be controversial. But it shouldn't be a shocker. Um, I might actually say Legend of Zelda. Simply because of the boner people have for that series. And I kind of find a lot of them a little bit too boring. And especially like with Breath of the Wild. I know that's... I feel like the community is completely split. Either you love it, greatest game of all time... Or you're like me, you're like, I hate the fact that weapons break all the time. I feel like the map is empty half the time. It just did nothing for me. And not being the biggest Zelda fan, or like even that experienced, every time I dip into a game, it loses me. I have to force myself to beat a Zelda game. So the fact that it's as beloved as it is doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) Bless <laughs> At least I'm getting to mute this mic in time. Yeah. Uh, you'll hear it through Brian's probably. <laughs> Why are you so high pitched? But, uh. uh. <laughs> oh, good. You know what? You want to emote to noises, Jim, and Twitch? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God, please kill me and end this segment. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a really struggling to see like something that's really maybe like Battlefield because only like it seems like two only like two or three of them out of the entire like stretch of the series that people seem to really love, and then the rest of them are like either no one talks about them or everyone's hated them since like 2015 or 2016. Yeah, so maybe there's been way more crap than actual good. Because for a little while there's that really hardcore debate, Cotter Battlefield. Yeah, and you could have a really legitimate argument for each one, it but at died, this point yeah. like. I mean, COD's not what it used to be at all, but Battlefield's really fallen off. And and Battlefield never adapted like COD did with Battle Royale style, so it's a mute it's a moot point at this point because no one cares enough about COD's multiplayer. Yeah, and, it's all about Warzone now. Yeah, so that's that's a solid one. Yeah, I think that's one where you have the fanboys that'll still like argue. It's like, and don't get me wrong, Battlefield. If you're into environmental damage and legit strategy, it is a better game undoubtedly than call of duty but most casuals don't want that so yeah yeah. no that's a great question i I really like that one thank you todd so yeah thank you for the support everybody (laughs) thank you for this very sneezy edition of the patreon questions uh we're we're coming into rolling into episode 200 with a bang but thank (laughs) Thank you you again for everyone for the support truly appreciate it 
All right, so uh, Sneezy Jim is back. He's crying. He's I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating from sneezing. It's horrible. Oh, Chambers. Probably get like a HEPA filter down here or something. Christ. <laughs> Fuck. So you're just too sensitive, Jim. That's what it is. I'm a sensitive little sensitive girl. Sensitive boy. You, you, you really are Kyle's cousin Kyle. <laughs> Can you just get your old pair of glasses and wear them again? I'm big. Let your hair grow out. You know, you'll be good. I did kind of have the look. You, you had, get your glasses. You act. You really did have the look. Yeah, like if I had if I had my freshman year hair with when I started wearing my glasses again, because I didn't wear my glasses for a while. Yeah, but yeah, if I combine those worlds, ugh. oh, you you know what? Maybe for two hundred, you bring the glasses out, Jim. <laughs> I'm sure my parents still have an old pair. <sighs> They'd still probably look big on me. <laughs> Grade school is hell for young Jimmy. <laughs> Jim, Jimmy, Ms. these are these are on the insurance rack, Jimmy. We got to get these ones. <laughs> oh, Jim! <laughs> but no, they make fun. <laughs> We're not buying glasses, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, it's a good beer. Thanks, Rue. <laughs> Love the beer, Rue. Um, speaking of things that return, though, Jim, XFL, it's back. Some would say bigger than ever. Yeah, now owned by <clears throat> one Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and. With that coming back, a little tradition came back. Dude, this makes me so happy. Okay, here's the deal. <clears throat> Sport, especially being from Philly, we did our rant last week. Lots of sports fans get a lot of shit. But one thing that warms my heart is when crowds come together to do something. And I'm not talking about the corny-ass wave or anything like that. I'm talking about a good old-fashioned beer snake. And... <sighs> With the DC Defenders back, the Beer Snake came back. Or you say tried to. Well, our buddy Todd also went to. Went to the game. Oh, yeah, it was between the Seattle Sea Dragons versus the DC Defenders. But here's the deal. I hear those Roughnecks are really the team to beat this year. I'm not going to pretend I know anything about XFL. I'm not going to pretend I'm even going to start watching XFL. But I saw the clips of this Beer Snake, and it broke my heart that they got rid of it because why? It's people having fun. Yeah, it's people having fun at an event that for a thing that probably will fail. You're, you're. I'm, I hope not because I actually no, really, no, I, 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 I liked the 2000 run before COVID killed oh, it. Oh yeah, and it's actually nice to have something to watch on a Sunday, like when I visit my parents. So yeah, that makes it easier because then it's just conversation. About <laughs> <laughs> <Fetchy> your glasses, <laughs> but no, the beer snake is one of those things where it's like, I like. I said I am a sucker for when crowds really get into it it's like a fun goofy thing to do and i also look at it like when you're at an event this goddamn sneezy pants gym over here again when you're at an event and something like that happens don't be the person in the crowd that's like oh can you believe they're doing that like no i liked watching the video and the clips is like people are throwing their cups up to it so they could add to it it's a goofy thing I get maybe they don't want to. They maybe the people who, who run XFL think it's too lowbrow. Whatever. I don't know. Where? Happy, happy, you have fans. But don't you miss the days of watching a WWE event and all you could see is signs with things that were inappropriately written? Yeah, the, the very big reason they don't have signs anymore is because they take like ninety percent of them. Well, that's my. Some point. still come in, but yeah, they take a shitload of them. It's like you look back at those old rolls and. 
even with today, with the craziness of like the whole Roman Sammy like storyline, its levels still are nowhere near the amount that people were invested during Attitude Era. And you look at those crowds, or like everyone's like, got like when it's raining beer cans and people were throwing beer into the ring. I, it's like why is that a lost start? Except for Matt Cardona, he brought back back, but I don't know. I I don't get it. It's like. There needs to be some edge and rowdiness to your shit, especially unless you're well-established. I get it. You're not going to do that NFL game where you pay $2,500, like whatever. But these kind of things like XFL, I hope The Rock embraces it. And being from WWE at a time that made him who he is, I hope he would appreciate it. I have a bone to pick, though. Go on. So Todd even decided to be like, oh, you know, they're not throwing, you know, batteries or snowballs at Santa, Mm -hmm. but... You know, so apparently, but the so apparently after they took away the beer snake, the crowd was mad. So they started for whatever reason. I guess lemons. some gimming. They were throwing lemons on the field. Yeah, who, I don't know who if that's the an XFL fuck thing has or lemons. Yeah, so I don't know where this came from. I want them to do it more because I want something bad to happen. So you fuckers have something. Bring your goddamn lemons. Throw it. Hopefully someone slips and breaks their neck. I don't know. I don't really care. I want you to have a bad name, Jim. Don't you have a history with lemons? <sighs> been a while since we told this story brian and it still could be a coinky dink no <laughs> so the story goes like this if you've heard it before you're about to hear it again because it is a funny odd one jim and i did not know each other in high school we went to the same high school and didn't have the same classes together nothing and we met each other first day of college and been friends since <laughs> hey you got through college and you have a job. It's true. You're welcome. It's true. <laughs> I owe you. That's why I play Shadow. <laughs> but here's the deal. I forget how it even came up. I think like somehow we start talking about how we used to love these days at our high school where you get these lemons and a sugar straw that you literally just pop in your lemon and you drink it. And it was delicious. Oddly delicious. Like better than it should have been. Um, and they did that, what, once a year, maybe twice a year? Maybe twice a year. Yeah. So we start recounting stories of that, and I start mentioning the fact that eh, freshman or sophomore year, I'm at a table, and like the table I was at, we all thought it'd be funny to throw our lemons. And Jim starts going, that's funny because I got hit in the back of the head with a lemon and everyone laughed. And then we're like, huh, that's crazy, because I remember hitting someone in the back of the head with a lemon and everyone laughing. And then we start saying like, well, what period was your lunch? And I was like, third or fourth. I forget which he's like, I think that was mine too. At that year. Sure was. If that, if that really happened, that would be, Oh, the lemon really hit me. No, 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 no. I know and you fucking threw it. <laughs> just, hey, listen, there was lots of things being thrown by lots of people, but if it was my lemon to hit your head, that's serendipity, Jim. <laughs> it was it was such a funny story with our friends. Every day is worse than the one before. But my wife and I, uh, when we were dating, said when she moved in that we were going to plant a lemon tree just for Jim. So we, we're still going to do that just for Jim. <sighs> Jim, what if I? What if we finally get it? I'll accept it if you do the Lisa Simpson "Me and My Peach Tree" song and dance, but you do it with a lemon tree. But what if I do lemon tree and then I get your daughter to throw one at you? <sighs> <laughs> Then it's full circle. She has shockingly good aim. (laughs) 
I'll let her do it. Whatever yes, makes her happy. The goddamn weird lemons. And did you see? And the, and the, the announcers were like, oh, there goes that silly dilly crowd throwing their lemons again. I have to stop the game to get rid of these lemons. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, this stop. is in the NFL, the Eagles game. They're like, these goddamn Philly fans are rolling football. Oh, it's funny when other fans do it, Jim. And did you see? I, oh, I, I, I did love it. Todd posted uh, the fact that someone is trying to sell one of the lemons on eBay for like a thousand bucks. All right, I respect that. One of the used lemons. I, was I like, respect that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. Just allow people to have a goddamn beer snake. Come on. Yeah, you're the XFL. Like, come on. It's not hurting any. You're the you're the basketball of the football world. Yeah, I know you're in a <clears> war <throat> with the USFL now to see who's gonna be number two. All right, right Impact and AEW. Fine. So have fun. I I what I would assume will happen is now fans are gonna go out of their way to try to do it more. Oh yeah. So we'll keep following it. And, right, as uh, we've seen with other games this year and probably with other games soon enough, that's Streisand effect. Oh, boy. Yeah. But, uh, Jim, now we talked last week about the situation that's been ongoing and it should be wrapping up hopefully in April. <clears throat> but from its game industry.biz, one of the things Microsoft needed to disclose when talking about the potential of buying Activision Blizzard is its impact with the Game Pass on day one sales. Yep. And apparently, now I don't like the way... Not just day one, sales in general. Sales in general, because we talked about it last week and the week before, but we said, like, I am curious, what is the impact? Because now the models for success in a game, they sell their shit through DLC, through cosmetic packs, through battle pass, like... They make their money up on other ways because they're coming out and more people are playing it. Microsoft did confirm that there's definitely a, it's a redacted number in an article, but there's a notable percentage that, you know, yeah, games are taking a loss being day one here, even though they have more players. Obviously, the the, um, the rate per buy or whatever the number is, now they, they don't specify it because they redacted it. And I don't like the way this article Number one, really clickbait you in there. And then when you read it, there's not a lot really substantial there. Yeah, there's not a lot of info. It definitely just says that it does a significant impact to the first 12 months of sales on a game. And that, like, they basically tell devs now to expect that. But Even though that's, like, is, it, different from the 2018 when they announced Game Pass, basically. Where they were saying When they're like, oh, people are going to go out and buy the games now when they play it on Game Pass and like <clears> it. And which everyone kind of went, eh. But here's the deal. I can't tell if they redact it in there because we don't know what the percentage is i don't know if this reporter also only saw redacted it seems like there's a leap to make it sound like they are completely undermined like they're making it a doomsday event whereas like is it for all games or is it just for certain games and we talked about that like games like back for blood back for blood wasn't sold like 300 copies that's my point is like why would anyone go <clears throat> i'm not buying atomic heart tomorrow I will download it. It's a day one release. Way to hate the Ukrainian people, Brian. <laughs> or am I supporting them by not buying it? Oh, you see what I did there? Yeah, foreshadowing for five minutes <laughs> from now. How about that? <laughs> but here's my question. I mean, as a game developer, I, I don't know. Like with, with deals and everything, I ask the question, like a Netflix, like anything else, how much money are they making from Microsoft to agree to a deal of a day one release? It's got to be a good deal to make it worth their while. So 
So it's like, okay, do you either roll the dice on the potential that your game could be a takeoff and sell 100 million units or Microsoft is paying you the equivalent of pay, of 300,000 units. Right. What do you think was my favorite little blurb from this article? All right, I'll just tell you. Don't, don't look through the goddamn <laughs> I'm article. I'm trying to read No, them. don't. Go on. It was a term that I haven't heard to this point. Buy to play game. Yeah, that's what I Which, got to. It's like, you know what buy to play gaming is? Buy a fucking buy game. Games. It's just called buying a game. Why did you say buy to play? Why is that the industry term? I know they all wanted to be you know, free pay to, to win or free to play or play to win or blah to blah or fuck to fuck or shit to ask. But just just say sales shit, from buy the game. To ass or yeah. shit out of ass? Both. When are you getting shit on your ass? Well, Brian, of- you need to play more hentai games. Then you'll find out. God damn it, Jeff. Full circle, people. Full circle. I'm a professional. <sighs> All right, but let me ask you this. If you were a games developer... And obviously, you're going to love your product. You're going to think, I'm making a great game. Microsoft comes to you. Hey, let's just throw in round numbers. We'll give you $2 million to have a day one release. And, uh, you know, you're going to, your, your game rate of like play, whatever the term is, like the number of people playing it is guaranteed going to be way higher. So if you have DLC in this other shit, you could probably sell that like hotcakes. Or you just take a risk and maybe you know that as an indie developer, your chances of making that same $2 million are like 30%. I'll just throw out a number. Right. Which one are you going to go with? I, if I was a small developer and Game Pass came to me, I think just for like, if I believe in my game and for the exposure alone, I'd put at least my first one on Game Pass to make a name for myself. And, and then, then if I make enough of a name for myself, I can believe in myself and be like, no, I just want to release it and make the money I yourself. can. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a tendency now. The generations, like our generation believes in buying game, even though we might buy it and say, fuck, this sucked. There's, we still believe in physical. I don't think that's a new generation. I think they're always like, I need to try some of it. And since we no one believes in demos anymore, yeah, at least useful demos. <laughs> the ones we do get are all for bad games. Yeah. It's kind of like, is it a catch-22? Like, you want people to play your game, but you want to make money. I, I don't know what's more what's more important. I mean, you, you're in a band. Yeah. What would be more important if you guys could make money or if a shit ton of people listen to you? Well, especially at our point. <laughs> you get the shit ton of people listening to you, so then you can eventually you, you make would money. Hope, yeah. yeah. That's the hope, right? But at the end of the day, like I said, there there's that weird combo because you're probably never going to get as many people playing if you just sell it yourself. Right. But it could be a sleeper hit and you retain all your money. Like, I don't know. But there's so many games. Like, it's that, so tough to break through. It's such where, a... Like, how can you beat the promotion of being like on like plastered on the front page of Game Pass as like a new release? The same way I look at comedians on Netflix. There's ninety five percent of them are dog shit. Yes, their stand up specials are terrible. Brian, have you seen? I need to watch it still. If you watch a new Brendan Chop one, I hear it is absolutely horrific. Listen, that might need to be a bonus episode. Listen, as you remember, I was a fan of his in the UFC when he first started. Even when he's getting knocked out, I was like, I like him. <clears throat> when he did uh, Fight Companions with Joe Rogan, I was like, I like that concept of like different dudes talking. 
He started to annoy me. I watched his first special, whatever. I forget what it's called. I was like, oh, no. Like, this is not good. I won't watch the next one because I just, I already know it's not going to be good. Right. It's like one of the worst rated ever. Right. What? You might be watching it. Don't you dare. You might be watching it. I don't count that as a movie, so we're not doing that. Right. We didn't say we had to do movies for the bonus episodes. We did. Because I did. Because I knew you would do some stupid shit like, let's watch an episode of a show. No, no, no. We can't do one episode of a show. It'd have to be like a season if we did a show. I think that's only a half hour long. So minimum time requirement of one hour. Ah, we can, we can, talk, to, <laughs> we can talk to Nikki Poo. We can make a, do it democratically. <laughs> He's on my side. We'll see. We know he's on my side. He normally is on your goddamn side. <laughs> no, but <clears throat> I, I look at that the same way. Like with Netflix, like, do you want people to view you, but then more people could hate you? True. So the Back for Blood, maybe it would have been a sleeper seller if people like slowly trickled versus everyone tried it. I, I don't know. Or if it was good. Well, there's that too. Right. But this does confirm, for sure, which everyone suspected, you're going to take fucking buy-to-play hits. <laughs> fucking buy-to-play. In, instead I'm of so mad. Instead of I'm free, so mad that turn. Free-to-play. So, yeah. Not a shocker. They take hits. Uh, we'll see what happens with this sale either way. But more and more, I think, will get leaked out. And we'll probably get more specific numbers as the weeks go on. Yep. So, yeah, we'll have to stay tuned for that one. Fuck, I think I'm allergic to good beer. <laughs> Jim is just a sneezy little bitch tonight. Uh, so, I apologize. <laughs> this is awful. So, Jim, I'm we, sure this makes for great audio. I mean, I think people are laughing along. Well, no. Yeah. But here's the deal, Jim. So we, we've hinted at it. And unfortunately, I think it's more of a somber note, but it's an interesting article because it's another one where I, I tend to feel it's a little biased. But um, Atomic Heart is coming under some fire, specifically their developers, Munfish. Uh, there's allegations, and I'll, I'm going to call them flimsy allegations, that uh, they feel that some of the potential backers for the game Atomic Heart, and just them in general, aren't supportive of the war of Ukraine for Ukraine, and that maybe some of their backers also may be linked to Russian, basically the Russian government. Like apparently, like one or two of the uh, the loans that they got are like directly tied to the Russian government. So by some way, it's like whatever profits and that they have to pay back will basically be going back to Russia. Which to everyone mad about it, basically you're saying that they're funding the war in Ukraine. And they're and the the thing that they seem to be getting the most shit for is just the fact that they've established forever. Basically, they're like. We don't talk politics. We don't talk religion. Like, we're just talking about the game from our Twitter account. And in an age where everyone wants you to virtue signal, kind of like we saw with Hogwarts Legacy and a lot of things, you're not allowed to even be, new like, to just say, I don't want to talk about it. And apparently just saying that automatically means you're on the opposite side of everyone else. Means yeah, it means oh, you really do support this, which because they've caught shit from pro-Russian people too, so they're catching shit from pro-Ukrainians and pro-Russian. Way more so from pro-Ukraine. No, 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 yeah, yeah, but there's but apparently like that's what they were saying. The article is like there are pro-Russians that are like want them to speak out and say you are pro like. Well, yeah. So it's kind of like you can't win it either way. I guess my first issue with and this, here's one thing though too. It's like. This game's been in development for a long time. Right. Like, 
I think like six years or something. The pre-orders have been around or Kickstarter or some shit like that. That's that's my first problem with it. But my other problem is, Jim and I said this many times. Why can't a company nowadays just be like, especially Munfish? Who the fuck ever heard of Munfish before this? Yeah, nobody. If this was a major conglomerate, like big company. Yeah, you're kind of expecting them to be more like, I'm going to put out a, I'm going to call it a bullshit PR statement. Um, why are you giving in a small developer like this shit? Like, they only want to get a game out. They've probably seen the backlash. If they say they're pro-Ukraine, then maybe, like, I don't know what's going on with that. Well, there are some theories being thrown around that, like, if this is a Russian backed or funded game, like, I mean, they are based out of Cyprus, quote unquote, uh, but I, a lot of people are disputing that too. There's a lot, there's so much hazy information around this. That's my problem is we know the one thing I got from this article, from the tweets, I know they don't know, but they automatically, because they don't know, make the assumption they are like pro Russian, which I'm like, if they are pro-Russian, then that's then you can go in on the attack. But it, if it's hazy, don't just automatically go. Well, they're also not talking about, so they must be. But there's also things where it's like if you have any ties at all to Russia and you speak out against Russia, it's kind of like the old meme of uh, Hillary Clinton back in 2016, where people just went "oopsie doopsie dead." So like. There's a fear there for people if yeah. you have connections. I mean, and then... Which is people going, oh, well, then they obviously have connections if they're not speaking out. Well, I guess, like, how many things have we seen, though, <clears throat> when you break down, like, okay, people that support or bought stock in or gave loans to, if you trace it all back, chances are your money that you spend on anything goes to something you don't like. Hence, the Hogwarts legacy thing. J.K. Rowling might get some very small percentage but like are you directly supporting her no not as much as you are the in the developer of the game yes the trickle down she gets whatever two dollars per purchase a game whatever it is like you know most of your things but then again there's also a thing where like we said last time about it where she she says every cent i make just says people agree with my views so you have that thing, like it's not like it's you know the developer here, or not like Russia saying if you buy this yeah. game, you're supporting our attack on the Ukraine. Yeah, like I here's the deal. I just wish I might put it out there very quickly. We don't support the war in Ukraine. No. obviously, no. But and that's my point is, you can ask someone directly, and I'm sure if you went to individuals in the company, they'll say their thing. But like as a company that's small. You're just going to be like... <laughs> There's some guy named Vladimir sweating as people are coming around asking. Yeah. But that's the sh thing is like, if they came out and said we are pro-Russia, fine. Boycott the game. Don't buy the game. That makes it easier. But like when it's gray and you're jumping to the conclusion, you may be right, but you may be wrong. That's my... Like, I, I have a very big problem. Like, I want to be sure it's right. And the, the need for reporters, if you want to call them reporters... And other things to jump to it because they need the views, and we know how that shit. Oh yeah, they're, they're advertised. That's where I point out, like whoever's advertising RootNation.com. If you went back to all the ties, probably some pro-Russian in there. Like, like there could be some crazy shit. <laughs> Bless you. See, Jim. 
he had to get off camera as soon as I talked pro Russia. You know what he is. <laughs> but no, but like good I, Russian music, good Russian music. If the, as I said, if they came out and were openly for it, I would be a hundred percent on board. Not cool. Okay, boycott it. How strongly this puts it, and the way that some of the tweets came through, kind of bothersome to me, just because it's not a slam dunk. Yeah, and like, because I threw this on the docket last week, guys. Like, because for a day or two, like this is starting to like really heat up on Twitter, and I was like, oh, here we go, like Hogwarts Legacy 2.0 already fucking happening, and then it just kind of died out. Now, yeah. like, you still see things here and there, but like, no one's really talking about it, even though I think it's out now. Now it's out tomorrow. Out tomorrow. Okay. So, and we're recording this on the twentieth, so it comes out on twenty first. Well, that was and also and also that's like the anniversary almost of when the U, the invasion of Ukraine started. So that's but really but but that's exciting. the thing is like I think this game got delayed. And and here's the problem, and we you know I'm sure you know this, but like like anything, tinfoil hat conspiracies. If you look for a connection, they're going to be there. That's like. Did you know that every president that ever was attempted assassination, they'll find one common link. It's like they had names that were like that, 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 or they had this, or like when you look for a connection, you'll right. find it. Ukrainian flag, blue and yellow, blue and yellow makes green. Frogs are green. They're turning to frogs gay. God damn it, Jim. <laughs> it all makes sense. I, I, I just, my, my fear is when we live in an age where someone could very easily see this and go, yeah, fuck them. They're like, it'll be so easy for someone to never click an article, know what it says, say, Oh, that's the game. That's pro Russian. Like fuck them. And then automatically I already saw reviews coming in. The game hasn't come out and it's getting some hate. It's getting very much either love it or hate it scores. And when and you it, read and the it, scores, and it seems to be fairer than Hogwarts scores. Yeah. Hogwarts, they'll be like, oh, this game's generic as fuck, but it feels like Harry Potter. It's a nine. Or this game supports the transphobe. It's a one. It's like, okay, you know it's not a one. Mm -hmm. But like, but at least with this one, it seems like it's definitely a true love it or hate it kind of game. It's either getting like eights or like threes. And it's like, <clears throat> I worry it's like with shit like that, if at the end of the day, this is a company that just does not want to put shit out there that has nothing to do with the game. Why can't companies do that? Yeah, you do want to have some escapism in your life. They and, like, I mean, the story, for those who don't know, like, the premise of the game, basically, like, you're in this, like, you know, alternate future Russia that's being taken over by, like, robots or some shit like that. It, it, I said it's very Bioshock. And, so you're like, and you're, like, a lone ex-KGB agent who's, like, got to go and save Russia. Kind, yeah, kind of. Along those lines. But it's like, it's also, once again, you're like bringing down the system. So it's kind of like anti-Soviet shit. It's like you're a dude trying to take down the Soviet machine that's been built up by these machines and this crazy power. So it's like. But it's got hot robot chicks. I don't know if it does. Oh, that's that's already been going that, around, Brian. That would be the that's only all, thing you know about the goddamn around game. already. So, I, I just, I'm very, I, I, I tend to, I tend to always be very cautious. If I see people right away say, oh, for sure, you know someone is this, this, or this, take a minute, look at the information yourself, then decide. Like, if you don't want to play it, don't play it. 
we're not going to pay for the game. I said I want to play it because it looks like a cool Bioshock game with really good graphics. Yeah. It's another thing where it's like, if you want to play it, I don't care. If yeah. you don't play it, fine. I totally get it. And for a lot of people saying that, they're just like, we're just playing on Game Pass then. Because have we've just learned. Yeah. And, and, and let's, means you're not going to get sales in the game. And and here's my, call it my my conspiracy thing. I feel like Microsoft would do a, a little bit of research that if there was a chance this was true, they would pull it from Game Pass day one. Yeah. They don't need that kind of press considering all the shit they got going on. And if it turned out to be true, I'm sure they'd at least spend a little bit of money to be like, let's make sure that's not actually true, guys. Yeah, right. And maybe I'm wrong. I could be completely wrong. They could be lazy. But I feel like Microsoft tends to be safer than that. I don't know. Have they had a lot of controversies with shit? Not with what they put on Game Pass or anything like that. No. So, I once again, could be wrong. I, I don't know. I just... Can, can I just say real quick? Poor fucking Mick Gordon. <laughs> We've had to talk about him so much lately. So Mick Gordon, famously the composer of Doom and Doom Eternal, who had his whole back Jim, and forth about what's with all these voice that. actors? They're getting a little uppity, aren't they? He's not a voice actor. He's a musician. Is, he's Oh, never mind. I thought he was a voice actor. No. Oh, then never mind. We talked about him like a month ago. He, we did for Doom Eternal. Yeah. So, you know, famous music composer Mick Gordon. So he did the music for uh, this game. So, you know, he had to put out a super long tweet response, basically saying, you know, when they approached me in 2020, I thought this sounded like a cool idea. I love Russian synthesizer music, so mm -hmm. I was excited to work on this. And then, you know, the war in Ukraine started, which, he, you know, made a hard stance I do not support. And, you know, I'm going to donate all my proceeds or His fee to to basically the uh, Red Cross Australians. Like Ukraine aid crisis appeal. And basically, he had to make this big statement because this shit came out. I do have a problem with that. Like, as Jim said, now you're forcing people's hands that they gotta say shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> the, right, you made a little spilly spill. Don't you talk, sneezy boy. <laughs> hey, I always spilled spokers on my arm. I didn't spill beer. But actually, speaking of beer, real quick aside, Bry. Yep, so from Abita, which I always like their beers, Jim got for tomorrow the Mardi Gras Bach, 6.5%. Uh, it's let the good times roll with this carnival favorite. Brewed with pale pilsner and caramel malts and German pearl hops, Mardi Gras Bach is similar to German Maibach's with its rich mock flavor and full body. What I find amazing, <clears throat> German Bach's, I do tend to think of them as like springtime beers, but I wouldn't think of them for Mardi Gras. German and Mardi Gras just aren't too, too German styles with Mardi Gras. I don't know. Yeah. I would think a different style. Mardi Gras, you know, Cajun, more of a French celebration kind of deal. Yeah. So. It, it, it is what it is. I've never had a beer from Abita. I've never had this one. Uh, it's semi blurry but what i say i i love you can see box. the carbonation yeah the bubbles. speaking of germans thank you jim what do you so, think about papa cheers good good choice with this i actually have to give credit to my wife she was like oh you should get the mardi gras beer fat tuesdays tomorrow and i was like ah, i have a lot of beer i have to get to already she's like but it'll be good for the page i was like yeah you're right now jim as a boy who grew up doing all the all of it do you ever get the ashes on wednesday anymore 
Uh, last time I got it was a couple years ago. I was born, raised Catholic. Not have not been practicing, but I think a couple years ago I got it for whatever reason. I was gonna say, where were you that you got it? I don't know. I don't know if it was like a couple people from work were like we're out of that meeting or something. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a boy <laughs> I have full of noises today. <laughs> Go on. But yeah, I think we're at like some kind of meeting or something. It was like, oh, people can leave and go. Maybe they were like, oh, people can go leave and get their ashes. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going to go leave work for a little bit. I'll do my embarrassing story time. Um, I can't say where I work or who I was dealing with. Let's just say it's someone and she's very high up. That's the best I can give. I was in a meeting. It was on Ash Wednesday. I didn't realize it was Ash Wednesday. I hadn't seen anybody with the ashes that day and we're in a meeting and I see something like right there and our hair was kind of covering it. And I almost went, you got a little something right there. <laughs> you got some shit on you. And I said something to somebody I was working with and I mentioned, they're like, yeah, it's, it's Ash Wednesday. I was like, oh shit. I literally almost went, you got some shit on your, like <laughs> it would have been, it would have oh, been. God damn it. Why could you have done it? It would have been really bad given who, like it was. I, like I said, I can't. Hey, stupid. You got some shit on your head. I, like, I was just like, oh, God, thank God. Because usually on Ash Wednesday, you know, I went, I'm not Catholic, but I went to Catholic school. And I'm used to seeing all the, the smutch, if you, you know. And that day, I hadn't seen anyone. So it threw me off. And, and yeah, my, my workers laughed at me pretty hard. And I was like, okay, good. Now I know that's a thing. So. Yep. But yeah, real quick, back to poor Mick Gordon. So he yep. made this big statement about it. He's like, I don't support Putin's war and shit like that. The poor guy got shit for this. Because they're just like, a ton of people are like, oh, you couldn't have researched a real charity. You had to give it to Red Cross, who's like the worst charity to give shit to. That, that's, okay, right there. That is my number one issue. You can never be good enough for some folks. You could, You can be fucking Mr. Beast. And cure a thousand people of their blindness and still catch shit for it. His dick pic got released lately this week. <sighs> Jim. Boy's got a... I know where the name Mr. Beast came from. Oh, boy. What a hog. I don't know... I don't know anything about that, but God damn it, Jim. Of course, that would be something you know. But going back to his video... I haven't saved my phone. I'll show you after. I don't want to see it. Oh, you'll see it. I don't want to see it. Um, but here, here's my problem is... And then we never covered it on the podcast because when it was news, Mr. Beast Dick, when he cured blind people, people were giving him shit like, "Oh, but he had to make a video for." It's like, can't the act be good enough? Mick Gordon is doing a kind act. His heart's in the right place. Yes, there is no such thing as a selfless act. I recognize that. But fuck, can you just give someone who's like, "I'm trying to do the right thing here." It's literally like you give food to a homeless person. They're like, I don't like this stuff. Right. He had to put the money in Zelensky's underwear. That would have been the only way. I, I don't get it. I, I, I just don't get when people are that shitty. When I see that, I go, man, you are you are the worst of the worst. But then, <laughs> but then you see this shit because obviously the Russians and Ukrainian people are all fighting in every slub tweet about all this shit. And people are like, oh, this is a fucking Russian psyop so to make it look bad. It's like, God damn it. I don't want to be on the internet anymore. The internet is a breeding ground of negativity. But 
Twitter's Twitter and places like this where they've said, what is it like 20% of users make 80% of the post? Oh yeah. It's Some like crazy anything else. Number, it's like, like gambling. Yeah. So it's like the worst of the worst shine. Unfortunately, Mick Gordon, good on you. You're trying to do something good. Even if I don't know shit about Red Cross. He can't catch a break. And yeah, you know, at Red Cross, it's like the most well-known name. He was probably like, all right, just give this to some Ukrainian charity. So, like, an intern was probably like, oh, here, Red Cross has it. There we yeah. go. It, <sighs> Fuck, at least something's going there. Jesus. Yeah. And also for people who say, like, this game's going to fund the help fund the Ukraine war. Like, even with all the funds they have to pay back, like, you know how many companies or countries are still buying oil from Russia? Do you think, like, the sales of a niche video game is going to make that big of an impact? I get the implication of what you're saying. But it's... Let's yeah. be real here. But that's Munfish. The fuck is Munfish? Do you think, as Jim pointed out... There's going to be a mortar with Munfish written on it. It's going to hit a fucking school. If, if, if all of a sudden Munfish surprisingly becomes Game of the Year... And that, okay, let's let's put on our tinfoil hats, but calm your tits on some of this stuff. Stop hating on everyone who's trying to do some things good, and they're not to your specifications. That's that's my point. We're a month and a half into this year, and the two biggest talked about games. Now, once again, this kind of died out quickly, so at least there's that. Not enough concrete shit to stand on or virtue signal on. But should Mick Gordon just retire? <laughs> Poor fuck. He should, he, no, he should just make music for us. Can't go wrong Mick, there. Mick. Not with this guy here. Th this guy hasn't been hated on at all. <laughs> all right? At all. I haven't said anything dumb. Every time Jim says something, it's kind of like, oh. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a nice little pat on the head, and it's like, he doesn't know no better. <laughs> we have cultivated a fan base that uh, kind of accepts this. <laughs> So yeah, let us know what you guys think. Are any of you gonna play Atomic Heart? Are you gonna avoid it like the plague because of potential? I know I'm never gonna buy it. I'm gonna play it on Game Pass. Yeah, you asked earlier if I'm gonna get around to it. Probably not. Like this well, is no, yeah, this there's is a, a million games you won't. There, there's you, a million games I still have to get to. You have too this, much waifu. That's also true. And there, this is gonna be another thing, just like Hogwarts, where like my apathy in general is just going to lead me to be on the right side of history luckily so just by being lazy so i don't like that term the right side of history right God. internet guy but there's also there's levels to cover this, my bases but there's levels to this game because right side of history should only be reserved for the biggest of the biggest things that happen all right not for every little stupid video game that nobody cares about in the terms of global history Right. If, never you be, at, if you look at gaming Twitter, Brian, we are at the precipice never of be history a, as we speak. There will never be a point. This in, is culture. In, this is future. In this any, is society. In any education, in any country, anywhere, no one will go. And when Hogwarts Legacy was released, there was a small few who decided, oh, you I say won't that. buy. You say that. <laughs> <sighs> Jim. You snuck in a, a little thing here, but I did not get a chance to read it. So why don't you explain the whole Power Picks thing? Oh, yeah. So uh, Power Picks. Uh, apparently, I've, I've only heard about this person today. Apparently, okay. it's a person who is very big on making trophy guides for people. Oh. So like, they, they're like a completionist? Yeah. Like a completionist, okay. very famous for making like trophy guides so people can get trophies easier and know what they have to do. Okay. And uh, they put out a statement saying... For anyone waiting, Atomic Heart Trophy Guide is canceled. 
The game is a miserable experience and has a lot that makes it frustrating to do guide stuff. The map for the game is terrible and there's no good way to even list everything to make sense with the hard map. Some trophies aren't tracking and there's no way to know if something is just glitched or not supposed to track. Areas aren't named and there's no in-game tracking or anything to be able to make it a guide. It's just a mess. Hmm. It's a dire experience as some game designers are just poor. Uh, plus really frustrating glitches that make it a chore to play. Well, pretty scathing review of the game. That's a pretty bad review. Yeah. yeah. So people are like saying, like they're kind of talking about, as we said, like the same reviews are kind of mixed. So is this a thing where he's one of the people who just really hate the game? Or is it a thing where with all the controversy around it, he's just finding a reason to not have to talk about the game or do it or be associated with it? Even though, like, I know it's stupid to say, like, you make a trophy guide for a game. Like, it's not like you support the fucking, you know, politics of the game. But yeah, we're on the we're on the Internet age where, you know, anything you do makes it say that, you know, you support whatever. As we said, just with Munfish themselves, by not taking a stand, they've caused a section. By not of, taking a stand, they've taken a stand. That Yeah. Well, that's the idea of this is silence compliance. You know, it, it's, I don't know. And Brian, the real question, if it feels like more two to more fingers, is it a dick? Oh, damn intelligent. As long as you're respectful and don't give it a third knuckle, you're good. <laughs> but uh, I don't know who Power Picks is. Um, yeah, like we're like we we talked about before. We've been out of the uh, trophy hunting achievement thing ages ago. Here's the deal: if I looked up Power Picks and he has guides for any of the Burger King games, he probably has guides for worse shit. That's what people are kind of saying that's, too. That that's my one concern. If he has it for like Lady and a Leotard with a gun, <laughs> I won't take him serious because here's the deal. And you know, if you're gonna be like with all everything going on with this game, I'm not touching it. I would accept that. that would That'd be, be fine. And and we might be, you and I, right now, we could be cynical because we're, like, implying he may or may not be doing it for that. I, I I would hope if he truly feels that way and he feels the game is too hard to write a guide for, like, that's kind of like, imagine if, uh, what what's the most famous um, YouTuber that does the um, World of Long Plays? Yeah. If, like, they came out and said, we were not going to do a World of Long Play for... Atomic Heart, because it's too shitty of a game. It's like it's like I've seen I've, some of I've your games. Seen what they've played on there, yeah. So then I would, yeah, I would be very questionable. And here's the deal: I'm fine. That game may be dog shit. Like I'm also okay with the idea that you play that and you go, I don't like this at all. Yeah, it might just suck. I don't give a fuck. But it's like the game didn't come out yet. Now could this guy have gotten an early copy? Maybe. Yeah. But the, I mean, probably if he, he made he's talking like to a depth of that game where it's like, I've played some really bad games. I've seen full guides for where I'm like, I'm shocked there's a guide for these games. Yeah. So do I find it hard to believe it could be that bad? Yes. But maybe, you know, in a few days, if I actually get to play it, maybe I'll go. Yeah. Fuck this game. It's really stupid. Call me skeptical, Jim. Must be nice to support genocide, Bri. You should be a better person like me. By just being lazy and getting porn games? Yes. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Bri, waifus never hurt anyone. I bet if you look the history up of all the waifu games you have, what they're supporting, if you trickle it down, it's probably awful. Bri, luckily with my laziness, I'm not going to look up shit. 
given the fact that anyone that would develop that game, they probably do have an awful history. You probably shouldn't ever look into that. <laughs> Ignorance that's, is bliss. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. I, like I said, I, I, what I want the most is... Right, if I could quote a classic little sketch comedy bit. I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know I, I couldn't, couldn't do, do that. that. Yeah. Listen, there. you know what? It's funny you say ignorance is bliss because I was thinking about this the other day. It's part of the reason why I am so blissful with internet shit is because there's so much I don't know. Yeah, you have to ask what this story is through me. Like, you ruined my day so many times by actually explaining <laughs> shit to <laughs> okay, me. Okay, quick story. Quick story to go out on for this episode. <laughs> so yesterday as we are hanging out, we were talking about something or other and somehow like music come up and shit like that. And I was like, I was like, Brian, did you hear that like the fucking singer of Hoopastank like was graping kids? Let's keep it a little somewhat PG. And he's like, what? Yeah, well, he's it, like, but Hoopastank's been going on tour. And, well, like, what's great is we weren't talking about who I was mentioning another band completely. And Jim, yeah, threw that gem out there. And I was like, really? I was like, I think one of one of my exes and me's like song was the reason I was like, fuck, that's I was like getting really angry. I was like, let me look this up. And I was like. On their wiki, Hoobastank is still, like, they were touring as of three years ago. I was like, that's weird. They have no mention. And Jim goes, or maybe it's Lost Profits. Yeah, maybe it's them. And so, I was like, so we look it up, and first Google be sold is Ian Watkins. Yeah, L- Lost Profits is it, it's a shitstorm. And I'm like, do yourself a favor and don't look that up. I, I was so close to being like, fuck Hoobastank. I hate them forever. That's why you have to validate your sources and one other thing i have to mention jim is in some of the articles you tagged us in for for today's episode yeah we'll have like a bunch of different articles below so you can make your own decision about this game make your decisions read them but i am an engineer to the nth degree in the sense that i have terrible grammar i just like making tables and lists and my spelling is terrible i've read some of these articles and i picked up on numerous grammatical errors and a lot of spelling errors not like little ones big ones and i'm like and you wonder why gaming journalism is a joke (laughs) like i i know i write terribly i don't try to debate it but come on man if you're any type of journalist have your shit down so when i read these articles that's why i always have a very big sense of I don't know how much I trust this versus you were just trying to get as many clicks as possible. Yep. So make your decision for yourself. Read the articles. Don't listen to folks like him. And Doug from Hoobastank, just remember, you've got a real defender right here. This is your boy. I'm the reason. Damn it. (laughs) So, yeah. At the end of the day, I want to know, are any of you going to play Atomic Heart? Are you fully against it? Do you have more information than what we've provided below? Are we stupid once again? I don't care. I don't mind being stupid if you tell me the truth. But if it's just a opinion or suspicion, I'm not interested in that. I'll say that. And I'm going to say, if there is more concrete shit, we'd probably be hearing about it more than just like two days after. So, And I still think... Weird. It's weird. It's, it, this, this is a weird one. Microsoft, I still feel like if they found out something, they would pull it. Yeah. I don't think they would risk still having it on Game Pass. Yeah, that that's a really good point that like no one really brought up. So, with that, speaking of good points, number one, Rue, thank you so much. Yo, this beer, delicious. Houston, 
It you actually know, got more IPA y as it like warmed up. It definitely, you know what I mean. Though. Oh, I, I I know what you mean. I still the smoothness think... went away. It got more hoppy, got more bitter. Like typical IPA, but it was still good. It was still like not as bad as like most IPAs. Yeah. And Chambers, what are you thinking of the uh, Mardi Gras box? This is smooth as hell. Box usually are. Yeah. Like I have no, I have no complaints about it. I'm not a box expert enough to be like, oh, this is a shining example of what a box should be. But I mean, you would know more than I do. But I'm drinking it. And I'm liking it. I said Abita. I don't know the Mardi Gras thing. I just think they just slapped it on there for the timing. But hey. That's what it's all about. In general, Abita never really messes with their beer, so I'm not shocked the fact that this is delicious too. Uh, if you, I know it's a few days late, but uh, if you guys, hopefully, if you did celebrate Fat Tuesday, you did it safely. Yeah. Ash Wednesday, did you get your ashes or do you say people have shit on their heads? Are you giving up anything for Lent? What are you giving up for Lent? You guys tell us and be prepared for the Shadow of the Hedgehog review. Yeah, that'll be coming in whenever it comes out. Yeah, it, it should be within the next week or so from when you watch this episode. Oh, I know we also said last episode that we had, uh, we we're going to be recording the bonus episode. That had to get delayed. That's why we streamed. So we're trying for this week. So yep. fingers crossed. If you're watching this, hopefully we've already recorded it, but we'll see. Either way, we really appreciate you guys watching. <laughs> if we stream on Thursday, then you'll know it didn't happen. That That's a good point. And I, I also want to mention the fact that Come over to our stream. We are trying to be more consistent, especially me, but I'm going to try to pull this son of a bitch in because it is it is a lot more fun doing it two-player. And as I said at the beginning, I have some ideas that I think could be really fun for uh, for co-op streaming. So Yep, and join the Discord. Links in the below for everything. So. Yeah, and finally, last thing, you got another week. Please get those voicemails in. I will say that Carry us through the first like half hour of the power hour. Yeah. We can spend the last half hour bullshitting about whatever. Now I will say, by the time you watch us, if you comment early enough, this may we may be going into the weekend where we record the 200th episode. Because we're def definitely doing it on a, on a weekend, because we're gonna get very <laughs> it's, it's we're gonna be, be drunk. Yeah. Let's put it this way. We uh we haven't been super drunk for an episode in quite a while. I think this one will be yeah. We'll be pretty good. It'll be interesting to see between the last stream and the 200th episode what'll be more of a shit show. <laughs> Hopefully Jim isn't so sneezy. Eh, who knows? I apologize <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. But with all that, I want to say Bri thank you. Brian's never used a Swiffer, apparently. So <laughs> I want to say thank you, everyone, for watching. If you haven't already hit the subscribe button, please do. It would mean a lot to us. It would support us. And if you're listening, please, on Spotify or iTunes, Subscribe to us if you give us a five-star rating. Even if you bash us, we will read any comment on this episode. So with that, we want to say thank you, everyone. Cheers. Cheers, guys. And thank you, Rue.